Being a mom has been one of my greatest joys, but also biggest challenges. And if I'm being honest, in this short time of being a mother to my beautiful daughter, I have learned so much. I am Jamila Yarbrough. Join me as I sit down with some of my amazing sisters as we discuss the lessons we learn navigating being mothers, wives, business owners, and women of faith. Today's guest is my powerful sister, Ashley Simpson. She's a wife, mom, leader, and godmother to my beautiful baby girl. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) No, like it's such a blessing for you to be here, for us to have the opportunity to just talk and share. Mm -hmm. I, girl... It's gonna make me tear up if I oh start talking God. about how Not much already. I love you. Not already. <laughs> I love you so so much. You are such a blessing to me and my family. Like I can't even put into words mm-hmm. what you guys mean to us. Your entire family. You know, it like literally. You guys are such a great vessel of God's hand in our life, and mm-hmm. I am so honored. For you to be Zuri's god mommy, like she literally has the best god mommy in the world. Listen, why do you think we chose y'all to be the godparents of all of our children? And I, like, and I, I can't explain the joy, like, and yeah. and the the honor and the love. Like, your children are so special to me, but they are even more special to God and to oh, this yes. world, like. I, I get chills talking about him because I know what he's doing through them. And I know that this world will not look the same because they're here. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And I'm just, man, I couldn't be more proud to be their god mommy and just to be in you guys' lives. Listen, it goes both <laughs> ways. Man. It goes both ways. And you do so many things. And in my view, it looks so effortless. I know it's not, but I, it's like you wear so many hats. You are such a powerful, beautiful, amazing woman. And you, the way you serve and you give and you love, it's just, I admire it to no end. And I know it's not easy. I know <laughs> there's so many sacrifices. Yeah. Day to day, moment yeah. to moment, yeah. to do what you do. And I I just want to say thank you <laughs> for being such an incredible example. Yeah. And to for being such a wonderful, beautiful part of our lives. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. It's only been two seconds. I'm already in here crying. No, I appreciate I love you so much more than you ever know. (laughs) You and Brandon and Zuri, my little baby. Yes. Y'all mean so, so, so so much to us. I was trying to remember, like, I remember the moment meeting Lee. And I laugh about it because literally he, I had just moved here from Mm -hmm. LA, from from San Francisco. I was so fresh and new. Um, actually, I don't even know if I had moved here yet. I think I was visiting. Mm-hmm. And he, he um, we had a mutual friend who um, introduced us and he said, 
we were at an apartment building. He was like, this is, you know, this is my apartment building. I own this building. So if you need. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> if you need anything, if you need a place to stay, listen. And I'm thinking like, God, you were so good. No. The favorite. That's <laughs> I, I know. I called home. It was like, listen, I know I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> oh, because of Lee and his <laughs> funny tactics. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, he, but, um. Man, the joy, the <laughs> laughter that he has brought to our lives, and and um, and just just the opportunity mm-hmm. to to know you, <laughs> um, and it's through him, you mm-hmm. know, um, you guys are such a wonderful, beautiful team couple. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just a blessing, such a blessing, and I I. Cannot tell you how happy it made me mm-hmm. for him to have you. Oh, listen. <laughs> you know, it just was like, because it was just everything. And to see what has the fruit, mm-hmm. <laughs> what has come from your union, it's just, man, it's beautiful. No, that, that, that makes me think about you and Brandon and before you met Brandon and Lee and I, we would always tell you we're praying for you. Yeah, you we would, would literally pray <laughs> for your husband. Like we're like, Lord, please just give Jamila what we have. Please, yes. please. Like we we went in for you. And then Brandon came. And then Brandon came. We were like, Who is this guy? Like <laughs> just out of nowhere. Which yes. is this is how Lee was. He's yes. like, Who is this guy? Yes. But no, our God is just too good. He He's, he orchestrates everything so beautifully and and he blessed both of us with amazing mm-hmm. husbands and husbands that you know haven't been touched or tainted by other people before yes. you know them coming yes. into our lives and yeah I just thank God for yes for our husbands they're just amazing yes you know that <laughs> actually makes me think of something like how important do you think choosing your spouse or your partner is for raising your children oh it's very important Mm -hmm. it's probably the most important thing because you have to have the same views and same goals for your family for your children and the same mindset it's like i wouldn't be able to raise my children in the beliefs that i have and the ways that I want to, if my husband, if me and my husband were not aligned, mm-hmm. you know, um, spiritually, mentally, I think for Lee and I, you know, Papa always uh, says, he always brings up the story of how when I came to his ministry, I was so serious about my walk with Christ and where I was going, where he was leading me and the importance of um, my beliefs in my life that I tested Lee mm-hmm. and I was like, listen, if he's not able to go to this Bible study with me on this Thursday night and be there all day till 2.30 a.m., mm-hmm. then he is not the one for me yes. <laughs> like, yes. because the revelation that we were getting under, um, under Papa Lowe, it's like so deep. And yes. not everybody can can hang. Yes. And I know that a lot of um, our male friends, they were coming, but they were like, nah, that's not for me. And they would right, leave. Right. So I was like, let me put Lee to the test and see if he's able to hang, if this is something that he's able to walk out with me. Even though I was like 
already smitten in love and you know but yes. i was like no this is the test test and so he came and he loved it and never turned back and look where he is now like serving right next to papalo as his armor bear traveling with him mm-hmm. and you know a, a leader in our ministry but and just for those who may not know who oh, yeah, papalo is <laughs> he's he's our spiritual father yes and, and so prophet lovey is our yeah spiritual prophet lovey but we call him papalo yes <laughs> he's, he's our spiritual father yes. you know so yes so yeah so you know i tested him in that way and because I know how I want to raise my children spiritually, even though I was not raised, um, you know, as a Christian, I was not raised any under any religion really. Um, and, but I knew as an adult and for someone who would have children one day, I, I do want them to be raised in, in a household with certain beliefs, you know, mm-hmm. um, so they can go down the right path, you yes. know, um, so yeah, so it's very, very important for me. And even when it comes to how we raise our children, how we discipline our children, mm-hmm. how we talk to our children, you know, um, what our children are able to get involved in, you know, what they're mm-hmm. able to do and not able to do. Um, we've always been aligned yes. in, in that way, yes. you know? And if it's something... <clears throat> And Lee's very simple because um, I'm I'm the type of person that's like always researching stuff, especially when I had Isaac. Isaac is my firstborn. And, you know, with motherhood, it's like, all right, you're just giving this baby. And it's like, okay, what do you do now? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And so for me, always wanting the best for my children, I will always research like, okay, if this, if I have this issue, let me figure out how I can, you know, bring solution to it. And I would just do research and I would present whatever, you know, I feel was best for what I um, read, you know, or saw. And I would present that to Lee and he'd be like, okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. and, but it's, it was never something where it was like, okay, I'm just going to do this and, and that's it. It's like, no, I did, I, research and I brought it to my husband and we talk about it yes. and it's like okay this is I think that's a good plan for our, yeah. for our family you know that's good so my question for you is a couple of questions how what conversations or did you think there were conversations that were needed prior to getting married to know that you guys would be on the same page oh absolutely we and what were those <laughs> for some who may be in the process of dating now what are some of those so funny thing um for Lee and I, our pre-marriage time was very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and once we knew, we knew. You know, we were one right. of those, like, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. within those first weeks, um, we spent a lot of time doing these question books. Like, one weekend, we just, mm-hmm. like, I had like five books of questions and like something you can really just get on Amazon and just look up like books of questions or whatever it may be. They have tons of options, but, um, I just had these books and we spent an entire weekend, like just going through these books and just asking each other questions. That's great. And that really helped me understand who he was and how he thinks Mm -hmm. as a man. Yes. And, for the most part of our answers, mm-hmm. 
you know, lined up. It's like, okay, I will answer that the same way, you know? Yes. Um, so that alone made me realize like, yo, this guy is definitely, definitely for me. Mm-hmm. And, and it helped us to open up. Mm-hmm. and be vulnerable and not hold anything back yes. um, because I know a lot of people <clears throat> a lot of people at times like they feel like they can't you know openly express everything about themselves like for Lee and I was like no holding back like whatever mm-hmm. what do you want to know whatever you want to know I'll mm-hmm. give you the answer you know and that really helped shape our relationship to what it is now because we don't hide anything from each other there's no secrets there's no shame there's no um, looking at you sideways, like, why would you ever, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, so that alone helped us to have the strong bond and yes. connection that we have. Yes. Cause it's like, I know practically everything about you. I know how you will handle this situation. And right. that's what a lot of these questions were. It's like, how would you handle this situation? Um, or if, if this was you in five years, what would you do? Or, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yeah, so for anyone that is in that dating realm and you're like, okay, I like this person has potential. Listen, ask questions. Right. When it comes to finances, when it comes to raising kids, when mm-hmm. it comes to, um, your beliefs, you know, how, how your relationship is with your, with your family, with your parents, um, how you clean your car. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, just talk about anything. it. Ask, yes, like yes. get in there. Like don't hold back. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that you need to hold back. If mm-hmm. it's, if this is someone that you will consider to be your spouse, man, Lee can know anything and everything about me. Right. You know, right. there's no secrets in our relationship. That's one of the things I think is so beautiful about your relationships. You guys are truly best friends and yes. it just, it just shows, you know, there's, <laughs> There's, but it just shows. It's the mm-hmm. way in which you two move together and yes. the friendship that you have, too, is really beautiful. Tell me, like, how do you handle... Because one of the things I've noticed, even um, Brandon and I, our relationship, I feel like, was very similar to you guys'. Mm-hmm. It's where it moved quickly. Yes. The first place we went was church <laughs> <laughs> together. I remember PK. that. I yeah. remember seeing Brandon. I was like, who is this guy yeah. with Camila? Like, what? Right. <laughs> And, and and we you know we were real open with each other from mm-hmm. from the beginning you know and part of that came even as Brandon the passing of his mom like it was just the vulnerability that came with yes. that that just because of the circumstance yeah. too you know you know but I, I'm discovering too though as we entered into marriage as well as motherhood there are just things that come up there's like I didn't know to talk about this or mm-hmm. you know I didn't know I would be this way in this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in, in moments where there you guys may view maybe with the kids, you know, how to discipline them or mm. uh, maybe you guys have different takes or, or, you know, on what to do. What do you do in those situations? You just talk about it. Yeah. It's like you observe things, you make a mental note. Yeah. And then when the kids are down, you talk about it. Yes. That's, it's, it's as simple as that. Yes. Um Lee and I, a lot of people know, like, we don't argue. Mm-hmm. We have not yeah. till this day and ever yes. will we have an argument yeah. in our in our relationship because we just simply talk about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't hold back. There is no, <clears throat> there's no holding back. Um, so it's like, let's say, let's say one day 
Lee's disciplined, you know, Isaac too hard. And yeah. I'm like, dang, like, I had to do the boy like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, then when everything is settled and, like, mm-hmm. you know, the kids aren't around, because you don't want to have all these conversations in front of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we have our, our time alone, I, we, I just approach him with it. Yeah. But I approach him in love and kindness and, in, in, you know, concern. Mm-hmm. But nothing of like, dang, why'd you have, why'd you have to do them like that? You know, right. like I can't even be mad like, <laughs> like, like with it. But it's just like, like, babe, I think we should just be a little, you know, mm-hmm. not so hard on the kids so much. Like maybe you know he was going through this, so maybe we have to understand, you know, yada yada yada. Like we, I literally just approach him that simply, yeah, and he'd be like, okay, dang. I guess I was harder. He's like, but did, you know, he did this. I'm like, I know, but we were all kids before. And, yeah, you know, that's good. But I mean, in the moments, yes, our kids get frustrating. And, yeah. you know, you just want to wring their necks. But, <laughs> you know, there's, um, for me, we, we just never want, I personally never want to be the parent that I was raised as, you know, which was a little too harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we always check our tones, but that's I, great. But yeah, in, in, in any moment, in any situations, um, he's, we're both just easily approachable when it right. comes to correction, when it comes to, um, suggestions, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's great because, you know, there's so many couples that struggle with that as far as just being able to communicate, not only be able to give correction and love, but also to receive it. And that's another thing you you just have to, one thing that I tell a lot of people, an easy way of understanding it is, listen, you're on the same team. Right. You know, it's like, you're not going to beat up your partner thinking that he's not on your team, that he's, you know, playing defense in your offense. Like, no, Mm -hmm. it's like, that's my husband. We're on the same team and we're going in the same direction. We have the same goal. We have the same, you know, uh, things that we're reaching for you know and it's mm-hmm. it's if we're planning to get there we need to get there together on the same team on the yes. same path you know and um it's never we never approach things to bring each other down yeah. we never approach things to make each other hurt or feel bad or um come against each other it's like what's the point right it's like I'm not I'm not gonna sit here to try to wound you. Yes. I need you to be strong. Right. Because <laughs> we, we got places to go, right. you know? Exactly. Like so just be on the same team. Yeah. It's like always looking towards the bigger picture versus mm-hmm. look because sometimes sometimes um the trap can be looking inward and how this affected me or what mm-hmm. I want or I, I, yeah, I. Yeah. And then when you move from that place, then the way in which you communicate is is self-centered versus yeah. loving moving as a team together towards yeah. your goal, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think um I think it's important to be reminded of that, you know? Yeah. Um especially as day to day, you know, you get busy, you have all these different things happening yeah. and, you know, um, but to take that moment, um, and, and, and I've recognized with myself sometimes if I feel myself 
getting going to a place of irritation or something, then I had to be like, okay, Jamila, what was that? Mm-hmm. And why? You know? Yeah, you literally have to check yourself. Yeah, and then not not to talk to my husband from that place. Yeah. But check myself and then go to him later. Yeah. You know, because then I can be like, oh, you know, that actually was you. You weren't patient in that moment. Mm-hmm. Or, or it was like, nah, he should have done that. But, you know, he had, he, I can come from a place of giving him grace. Yes. And then also from a place of love mm-hmm. in, in, in the correction, you yeah. know? And as adults, as parents, we need that. Yes. We need that grace. We need that love, especially with just our busy day-to-day lives yes. and everything that's going on. Like you have children who are dependent on you. You have your spouse yes. that's dependent on you. You have your job that's dependent on you. know, there's just so much that can come at you in a day and it's Mm -hmm. like your spouse is not there to be a punching bag for when you Mm -hmm. when all that other stuff is coming at you you know yes like you can't take that out on your spouse Mm -hmm. you know and for us a lot of the time to help us balance that day-to-day you know struggle in life Mm -hmm. of just motherhood parenthood and you know just life in general we definitely try to give each other time, mm-hmm. time to relax, time to enjoy each other, time for, you know, just clearing your head and, and re-energizing, so you know? So my question for you is how do you find the time? How do you find the time with all the hats that you wear and all the children that you have, you know, then, you know, how do you find the time and how do you make that a priority? Yeah. You know, um, I mean, oh, listen, there are several hours in the day, mm-hmm. several hours in a week, somewhere in there, you have to squeeze in that time. Like, yes, you have to squeeze in if, if, if it's like, for me, I love massages. Mm-hmm. And so... If it's like once a month, I'm like, all right, I have this hour and this day on this week. Mm -hmm. Let me just go get that massage. Yes. You know, or even if it's just a change of scenery in terms of work, because thank God for me, the luxury that I have with work is I don't have to go into the office. This was even before COVID. Um, But I... I have that luxury of working from home. Mm-hmm. I can go work from a coffee shop. I can go work at the office. I can do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if it's like, okay, okay, Lee's home. You know what? He has the kids. Let me just go to this coffee shop real quick. Even that alone is just like, oh, this is great. Yeah. You know, like, because yes. I'm able to get work done, but I'm also able to do it peacefully, right. <laughs> you know, and right. I don't have like little kids climbing up on me saying I'm hungry you got to change this diaper and you you know I put yeah. this one to sleep um so even if it's like okay you just take your work elsewhere mm-hmm. something that simple mm-hmm. makes all the difference just get out the house yes. you know um and those are all forms of self-care what yes. you're saying you know it's definitely so vital you yes, know yes it is I I've I have found myself realizing, like, I'm not taking enough time for myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And even with my husband, like, one of the things that we realized is, like, 
And you guys, now, y'all, call y'all, y'all, listen, y'all need to go on a real vacation. Look, just drop Zuri right. off and, and y'all go. So even, <laughs> listen, even if it's just for the weekend. Yes. Like, I know uh, Kevin Todd, they just went somewhere for a day. Yeah. One night. Just yes. one, but that one night does yes. like wonders yes. in your marriage. Like, you just need that quality time. We like, do. me and I. Uh, especially this year, we're like, listen, we are traveling. I don't care how many kids we have. Yes. We, are, we are getting I away. And literally every month we just went somewhere. And it yes. was just Friday night, Saturday night, Saturday night back at church on right. Sunday morning, you know, because we're still, we got stuff to do at church. Right. But, but even just that small amount of time in that weekend, like have somebody watch your kids for the weekend, like they're okay. Yeah. Especially my kids at the age that they are now, like y'all will be fine. Yeah. Um, but it's just so vital. It's so and what I love about you guys is that you guys have even you've done it for yourself, but you're actually you actually were encouraging, have been encouraging us, like, listen, bring Zuri. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all go out. And that's and it's like cause you you're you're seeing that no, we need to help them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause yes, because we we've important. all we have yeah. all been there when yes. you're just like stuck in this rut of just parenthood yes. and just life, and it's yeah. just like there's so much more outside of these walls of your home or yes. the walls of your job and in the minds of your kids, yes. you know, the activities of your kids, and it's like. It makes you, when you get out, it makes you love and appreciate your life even more. It Mm -hmm. makes you love and appreciate your children even more. Like when we get that two-day break from our kids, we come back and they can be running and we're like, oh, we love you, you know? And it's just like, like they can be bouncing off the walls. I'm like, oh, you're fine. Like it's it's okay. But let's say you you don't take that break and you're just going through year after year after year after year of the same routine of the same just build up build up build up without releasing Mm -hmm. and letting go of all the chaos of life yes it's i mean man it's hard and the thing like you can't pour from an empty cup like you need to be able to have that time where you are being nurtured yeah (laughs) and and you feel it like like even just (laughs) after this weekend we had a Hill conference at at church and it was Mm -hmm. a crazy crazy week crazy crazy weekend on top of that the kids got sick Isaac has an ear infection and all this stuff and I'm like Mm -hmm. what is going on I mean chaos and literally on the way home yesterday from church Lee and I looked at each other like we need to book a vacation (laughs) (laughs) I love it like or even just a date night like we're like we have okay we haven't had a date night in in a couple weeks like we need to find somebody to watch the kids we can have a date night like yes you just have to prioritize you have to prioritize like you prioritize for getting your kids up and eating breakfast in the morning getting them off off to school taking them to their activities going in for work doing this that like you have to prioritize yeah. that time with your spouse. It's, it's so important. It is. So it important. Is. Because if you think about it, by the time your children, yes, this time goes by so fast. Mm-hmm. But by the time they turn 18 and they're out of that house, it's just you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. And if you don't take care of that relationship through these years that you're raising your children, 
you're going to have nothing by the time they leave the house. Yeah. You're going to be looking at a stranger. Yes. Like, who are you? Yes. And it's interesting. One of the things that, honestly, I caught myself early on because was, was, you know, because I have, Zuri was a baby. It's like, okay, I'm ner- I have to, you know, cater to the baby, nurse uh-huh. the baby. But then it's like, my husband's here too, yeah. you know, and not forget to take care of take that. Take care of him. Take care of that relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's easy to get caught in that. And especially as you add other responsibilities to that too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's so vital, yeah. you know? Like, it's so important, you yeah. know? And it actually even makes me think, you know, just ha- seeing so many, and my, my parents included, who um, one of the things they've shared with me is that you know, that's one of the things that got lost is they were in the yeah. hustle and bustle, you know, very successful, mm-hmm. um, a lot of responsibility, take yeah. care of the kids and yeah. then we're gone. And it's like, okay, you know, and a lot of issues <laughs> sprung from there, yeah, you know, yeah. and they're no longer together. So it's like, I see why that's important, you mm-hmm. know, and actually, and that actually makes me think of another question for you is how has your your relationship with your parents and even your childhood impacted the way you parent. Boy, you got me there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, um, I had the mentality just, I guess, all my adulthood or even even before that, um, of just knowing that I would raise my children or give want a life for my children that was um a bit different from mine mm-hmm. um like I said I wasn't raised in church I wasn't raised as a Christian um or in under any religion and so that right there I already knew like okay I want my children raised in the church mm-hmm. you know is I feel like it's very important for them and even just hearing them now like walking around saying scriptures or like you know, praying and stuff. I'm like, oh, yes. wow. Yeah. Like, I never had that as a child, you yeah. know. Why is that important to you for them to have that? Because they need to know who they are and whose they yes. are. Absolutely. And um, they need to know that they're in this world and they have a purpose. Absolutely. And that no matter what, the most important thing in their life is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that they are nothing without him. Mm-hmm. They can try to do everything, but they're like, you can do everything through Christ Jesus. Like he is the one that's going to bring you through everything. He's the one that's going to get you where you need to go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's very, very important for me, for them to know who they are Yes. in Christ Jesus. And, um, listen, they, they know, Yeah. especially yeah. under our trust, they know. Yeah. And I love, it. I just, it just brings me so much joy knowing that, yeah. okay, they're on the right path. Mm-hmm. And I want them to stay on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. very important for me. I mean, for me growing up, I always knew that there was something else more out there, but I never had the guidance to know, yeah. you know, this is who God is. This is who my Jesus Christ is, you know? Yeah. But I thank God that uh, he scooped me up. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, what was I saying? You were saying, um, we were talking about how your your relationship oh, yes, with your yes, parents yes, yes, yes. It. yeah. So, um, yeah, one thing in like in my childhood, um, 
I heard of a lot of, a lot of arguing. My parents got divorced when I would think I was like four or five. Um, but my mom uh, was in a relationship from the time I think I was like six till my early, early 20s, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so I heard a lot of arguing. I heard a lot of negativity. I heard a, um, a lot of things that I don't, I don't want to hear, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the way that my mom spoke to me as being the only girl, I grew up with a lot of boys, um, but I was the youngest and the only girl. And I always wanted that close mother daughter bond mm-hmm. relationship because I was the only girl she was on and she was the only other you know female in the household and being in a house with boys all day and then <clears throat> you know you wait for your mom to come home you're like yes finally a female you know yeah. but kind of being you know pushed away in a sense it 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 impacted me you know it hurt mm-hmm. me a lot um Jesus Christ mm-hmm. um and so that sorry Sorry, that made me want to have the best relationship yeah. with my daughter. Granted, I asked God, I was like, look, God, I only want one. <laughs> <laughs> I know girls can be a handful, yeah, but I only want one, and I want one so I can have that relationship that yeah. I always had been wanting my entire life. Yeah. And sorry. <laughs> You know, I look at Sayla and I'm like, and even in the times where I, where I'm tired or, you know, she's doing too much, the boys are doing too much. I still think about like, okay, Ashley, like think about what you wanted yeah, as a child from your mother, mm-hmm. be that for her, mm-hmm. you know, and I cherish my relationship with Sayla mm-hmm. and I, she's finally at the age now where like, we can go out and do girly yes. stuff, you know? And yes. like for her birthday this year, I went out and like got her, her and I a hotel room, we went to dinner and, you know, we like, like pampered her. We went and got her nails done because she's such a girly girl. Yes. And I'm like, I'm going to like live this up for you, girl. Cause I'm like, I didn't have that. Yeah. And I want her to have that. I don't want her to grow up too fast, but I want her to still just enjoy being a girl, enjoy having that bonding time with her mother, you mm-hmm. know? And so I really, really, really cherish the time that I have with her and make sure that I love on her more than ever because yeah. she's such that person that's like, she needs that yeah. mother's love, you know? Yes. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I try not to push her away even in the times where I'm like, ugh, these kids, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that alone is like really important for me mm-hmm. in in how I raise her and making sure that her and I have that tight bond yeah. that I was not able to have um, growing up. And even if you take it to now, like being married and having children, I when I first got with with Lee, I actually had to tell my mom, like, this is my relationship. This is Ashley and Lee's relationship. Mm-hmm. And, 
and I had I had to let her know because in the past my mom even now my mom is one of those like all in her children's stuff business mm-hmm. relationships whatever it may be and I know that like my my brothers heavily depend on my mom you know to be in everything that they mm-hmm. you know have and for me I cherish my relationship with my husband yeah and um not everyone in my family has the same beliefs as us and thinks the way that we think and does things the way that we do things and I understand that um and so I had to like put some boundaries up Mm -hmm. you know with my mom because I had seen in a previous relationship where she was a little too involved you know and in my relationship and um leaving that relationship and growing and learning from that relationship one of the key things was like okay this next thing that I get into which is going to be my marriage because at that point I was like listen I'm not just out here date to date like I'm out here for you know yes this date is going to lead to marriage, you know? Yeah. And so one important thing I had to do was create boundaries and let her know verbally that this is mine and Lee's relationship, not Ashley Lee and Kimberly. (laughs) There's a Lee in there, but no, you know, those boundaries, but, um, and she, she tried to test it a bit, but Lee also understood like, cause I, like I said, I, I let him know this is where I want the boundaries to be with, mm-hmm. with my mom, with my family. And he understood and he respected that. And, um, yeah, there, it was at times it was hard for her. Like I know, um, you know, she didn't, didn't really understand how I would put my husband mm-hmm. before, my family, meaning her, my brothers and, you know, grandparents, whatever it may be. Um, but I started a new life, you know, I'm now underneath my husband. It's like, and for me, I always, I've told her it goes, God, my husband, my children, everybody else, Yeah. you know, and it was very hard for her to accept that and understand that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have to, I have to stick to, mm-hmm. to that. That's, that's biblically how it goes, yeah. you know, and, and that's what I believe. And I, I cherish my husband and my children. I protect them and I cherish my beliefs, you know, my God, like, listen, I am nothing without Jesus. You can take everything away from me. As long as I have Jesus, I'm good. Yes. And for some people that's like, they can't understand that. Yes. You know, that's hard to believe, but it's okay. It is. (laughs) Tell me this. How do you not allow, like, the, we all have had pain, you know? Yeah. Especially from, oftentimes it's, you know, with our family, you know? Yes. I feel like that's where most pain comes from. (laughs) Yeah. How do you not allow some of the pain from the past to push you to move in fear mm-hmm. in the present like how do you shape that because it's like even when it comes to our parents that you know there's oftentimes things that we see that you're just like oh, I, I, I don't want to do that you know mm-hmm. um, 
but how do you not allow it to go to a space of fear of doing that versus, oh, I have this new opportunity. Does that make sense? Um, can you elaborate a little more? Yeah, how, do you, how do you not move in fear with repeating the, the things from the past, mm-hmm. you know, or even, or even from the painful aspects mm-hmm. of your past, how do you not move in fear when it comes to your children? Um, I literally have to release so much mm-hmm. to God yeah, and know that he's the one that's holding me up. That as long as as I am in right standing with him and as long as I see the vision that he has for me, as long as I stay on the path that he has for me, everything will be okay. Yeah. And that's really like where my peace comes from. Yes. And <clears throat> like I just have to change my mindset to be in alignment to where he, his vision is for me, where his purpose is for me, yes. rather than what other people may think of me, what other may pe- people may have said about me or what they think I need to be doing. And it's yes. like, yes, you think that I should be doing this, but I know that I should be doing yes. it otherwise. And I'm going to do otherwise yes. because that's what God has, has led me to do, yes. you know, and it's okay for them to not understand. Mm-hmm. That's not for you to worry about because if you're worried about other people's opinions about you, then you're you're just gonna stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. You're gonna fail. You're mm-hmm. gonna live in that fear, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just very vocal with my family. And if they do something that I do not like or they think that they can come in and say that, oh, you need to do this, I'll let them know, like no, that's not how, that's not how we, mm-hmm. we operate as a family. That's not how we raise our children. That's not how I, um, operate in my relationship. You know, that's, it is what it is. As yeah. long as you know who you are and, and, and what you are supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to be doing it, then you can have the, con- you have the confidence to be able to tell your family, this is how I live my life. Yes. Yes. And it's like you have to have that boldness and that confidence through Christ Jesus to to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Stand up for what you believe in. Stand up for your family. Stand up for your husband. Like I won't ever let anyone say anything. I don't care if you're my family or not. I will never let anyone say anything about bad about my my husband. Yeah. There's no way. Yes. I, I don't care who you. I don't care if you're my mother, my father. Like I don't care. Yeah. No, you're not talking about my husband, you know? And it's it's just... To stand firm. Yeah, you you definitely... It's there to... You have to to protect yourself and your husband and your children. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, who who will? Yeah. Because if you allow other people to come in and, and... cast judgment or or try to tell you how to raise your kids or tell you, try to tell you how to run your household then where you're doomed like yeah. yeah no yeah the foundation of your house is just done so you yeah. know like yeah you know one of the things i realized for me it's actually i think it it actually goes back further than becoming a mom was having this fear of not getting things right, mm-hmm. wanting to get things right, mm-hmm. you know, and God highlighted that to me a while ago, you yeah. know, and then stepping into motherhood is like, 
oh, <laughs> this is a whole new Listen. territory. Like, you know, yeah. and one of the things you just said I, that has helped me so much in not moving in that fear, one, and realizing the only part... I'm a mess up, you know, it's but by and his it's grace. Okay. Yeah. It's okay because you learn in those mistakes. Yes. And you don't you don't feel ashamed for those mistakes. And and that's why I say you don't really listen to people's other people's opinions or what they think of you. It's like, listen, I went through that mistake and look how much stronger I am now yes. because I've learned from that. Yes. And yes. God makes you go through those mistakes. So he sees like, hey, don't ever do that again. Right. But this is how you get get past it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and you said you spoke about surrendering and letting go, and that that's been a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. That God keeps taking me to new levels of like yeah. of surrender. You know, what does surrender mean to you? I mean, literally, re- literally, just living a life, just releasing everything to God. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's mentally knowing that no matter what happens, I'm I'm going to be okay. Yes. Like, everything works out for my good. Yes. That's something that I've always lived by. Everything's going to work out for my good. No yes. matter if right now it looks bad or right now it looks good, everything is still going to work out for my good. Mm-hmm. We've all been through crazy situations, traumatic events, you know, things that you're just like, I don't know how I'm ever going to move on in life from this. Right. But then you realize you got through it. Exactly. God brings you through it. All he brings you through those valleys, through the desert, through the storms, through it all. And and the good thing about it is you have to mentally know and get yourself to a place of knowing like there's something so much greater on the other Mm -hmm. side of this. And sometimes you have to welcome those moments of all those trials and tribulations of just like, oh my God, this is the worst thing ever. Yes. But you have to welcome it because you know that there's something so much greater on the other side yes. of it. Absolutely. Like God, he's not going to just let you just sit there in the, in the desert for 10 years and, and you know, nothing right. could come out of it, you right. know? And, and so mentally, you just have to know like, I'm good. God's got me. Mm-hmm. We're going through this. It's okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to get through it through Christ. Like, he's going to bring you through it. Yes. But you also have to think like, okay, what is in this moment? What do I need to learn mm-hmm. from this situation that I'm in? Yes. Because if That's you don't great. learn it then, then he's going to bring you right back through it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? And so <clears throat> just always stopping and taking those mental notes of like, okay, this is a situation what do I need to learn and how are we pulling through this? Yeah. You know, tell me what is the biggest lesson. I know there are a ton for me <laughs> and mother, but like maybe if, if, if something comes out or stands out for each of your children, what have you learned from each of them, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, or biggest lesson or what have they taught you, you know, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm got it. Th- Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Isaac, Isaac taught me that I'm a lot stronger than, than I could have ever imagined. How did he, he, he's yeah. my firstborn. Yeah. And 
he honestly Isaac brought out things in me that I didn't know that I had in me mm-hmm. um like people say like oh you make motherhood look look so easy or you you know you just make everything look so easy and I don't it's kind of hard to explain but he brought out things in me that I didn't know yeah. I had in me yeah because I was I was the youngest child kind of like self-centered mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Thank God I've been delivered from that. But, <laughs> um, but he brought out that like, okay, no, actually you can do this. Mm-hmm. You are capable of this. Mm-hmm. You can accomplish that. You know, he made me realize like, okay, no, if there's a challenge in front of you, you can defeat it. Yes. You can overcome it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what Isaac has, has brought out of me. And even to this day, he still does. Mm-hmm. Um, Sayla, <clears throat> Sayla, when Sayla was born, she brought a lot of peace mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And I I think that was a piece of, of kind of like starting over, mm-hmm. starting fresh. Yeah. But now that I have a girl, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, so like a piece of knowing like, okay, all those generations of the issues that that the females have had in your family, yeah. this is a new beginning to where you, that is now erased and you can start over and start yes. new with, with her. Yeah. Um, and then Joshua, ooh, child. <laughs> <laughs> That's my little buddy. Um, <laughs> Joshua, who? Sorry. Why are you making me cry in this thing? <laughs> Joshua came at a time in our lives that Joshua came at the perfect time in our lives. Yeah. And Joshua was nothing but God sent. Yeah. Because not everybody knows. I don't even know if you know this, but Lee and I, we actually had a miscarriage before Joshua. I didn't know that. And it's interesting because we didn't really under, we really didn't know it. Yeah. We thought it, but we kind of just like dismissed it in a sense. I'm kind of, like going another direction, but I'll come back. Yeah, no. But um last year, um Papalo, he did his Realms of Angels mm-hmm. class. And that night when he had us doing he had us doing the exercise and uh, we were praying and meditating and in that time of meditation, uh God gave me a vision. Mm-hmm. And before that, like, I'll say like an hour or so before that, someone had asked Papalo a question about um, if you lose a child, will you see them in heaven? And Papalo was explained to them like, yeah, they're, they're, or may, I don't know, they asked him some question like that. And mm-hmm. Papalo was like, yes, your children, they're raised up in heaven, but just at a slower rate. So when you get to heaven, you'll still, you know, yeah. see that child. And I didn't think anything of it. And then an hour or two hours later, we're in meditation and God shows me this vision and he shows me, Mm. he shows me this nursery and there's this woman holding this little baby in front of, uh, in front of a crib and above the crib, it said Danny Mm. and we were always going to name our second son Daniel. Yeah. 
And when we had Joshua, when I was pregnant with Joshua, we, yes, we went into it like, oh, this is Daniel, but it never stuck. Right. And we were like, why is this name not sticking? <laughs> like, like, why is it not Daniel? Not realizing that we already had Daniel, yeah. you know? And um, so we literally went the entire pregnancy um, trying to figure out Joshua's name. And we, I mean, we was trying to figure out all these crazy names. I was like, no, that's not it. That's not it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but Daniel just never stuck with him. And God had shown me years in the past, like when I was pregnant with Isaac, that we were going to have a Daniel. And um, so that name always stuck with us for years. Daniel had always been with yeah. us for years. And um, yeah, so now we're at this pregnancy and it's not sticking. But then Papa had prayed over us and he has said, um, he has said something, but he basically said, um, it's Joshua. And I'll, for some reason, that name has always stuck with me throughout mm -hmm. my entire life in different ways. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, I never named my child Joshua. <laughs> Here I am. Right. And I have now have my own Joshua. But he came in a time of our lives where, for me especially, um, I needed him. Yeah. He brought so much joy to the pain that I had gone through yes. um, with my family, yeah, um, with my mom and with my brothers. And he came at a time where he was, God was mending my heart. He was fixing mm -hmm. my heart from all the heartache yes. that I had literally just been through, even through his pregnancy. Like, Lord, mm -hmm. his pregnancy was... I actually, when I was pregnant with him, I feared that he would come out so much differently than Selah and Isaac. Because Selah mm -hmm. and Isaac, they were beautiful pregnancies, beautiful everything, like yeah. peaceful children. And I feared that he would come out opposite mm -hmm. because of all the traumatic pain that I went through mm -hmm. with having him, you know, being pregnant with him. And then he came and... That boy, he just lit up our world. Yeah. <laughs> and he is just like the biggest joy. Just really just is. so much love. And he first of all, I, I always tell people that boy has been here before. Because yeah. the way he moves around this world, I'm like, you have been yes. here before. Yes. <laughs> like, he you know, like he knows too much. Yes, he right. knows way too yeah. much. He yes. like, I'm like, <laughs> you are too smart for your boy. Yeah. But and he's just so loving and just like he yeah, he I thank God for Joshua. Yes. I really do. And we we really were trying to stop it too, but we were like, well, all right, we'll go for that last one. I thank God that we yes we went for yes. that last one because I needed it. Yeah, I needed I yeah. It's so interesting to me how God does that though. Like in yeah. the midst of the most painful times, there's yeah. a, always a, like the greatest blessing on the other side. I mean, the biggest. It's and it's the biggest. so outweighs the pain. Yeah. Of 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 what that moment is mm -hmm. and I think that's so important you yeah. know what would you tell yourself right now what would you tell that Ashley who is 
pregnant and going <laughs> through so much pain, what would you tell her? That this too shall pass. Yes. That this is going to bring you to a place that you didn't even know that you could reach. Mm -hmm. Because even after having him, my mindset shifted to a place of, okay, that chapter is now behind me. Mm -hmm. I'm now starting a new chapter in my life. And that chapter is just full of blessings, full yes. of everything that God has for me. And that weight of the last chapter is, is going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And that what you're going through, it will also, you, it won't only bring healing to you, but it will bring healing to others as well. Yes. Because I'm like, why did I have to go through what I went through? <laughs> like, right. You know, and I never would have thought that I, I would have gone through what I went through, but I thank God for it mm -hmm. because not everybody is supposed to be in your next level. Yeah. And sometimes you have to realize that and let that go. And it's interesting because in the beginning of mine and Lee's relationship, <clears throat> for me, it's so easy to let people go. Mm-hmm. Like, when I say, if you ain't Jesus, like, I don't care. You can go, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, like, be prior to what happened during that pregnancy with Joshua, which was in 2020, um, it was easy for me to just let people go mm -hmm. or let relationships go. Like, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm fine, you yeah. know? Um, and I would tell Lee that because there were a couple moments where he lost some people that like he was very yeah. close to like I mean best friends yeah. and I would have to like be the one talking him through like these situations of mm -hmm. like it's okay babe like not everybody's able to go you know where you're going like not everybody's supposed to be continue on that journey for you you know mm -hmm. and here I am going through the biggest battle separation of my yes. life like yes. with my own family yes you know and just going through it and yes. I'm like how am I gonna tell my own self this same like you know spill right. of like right. not everybody can go with you Ashley you know but um yeah it 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 was hard, but it made me stronger. Mm -hmm. It made me love my my God more. It made me love mm -hmm. my husband more. It made me love my children more. It made me cherish mm -hmm. them and what I have so much more. But yeah. also, <clears throat> it made me realize that, like, listen, it's not even people. It's things. It's life that it's like, listen, all this can, can tear you away. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as I as I've had my God. Yeah. I'm good. Yes. You know, my husband's here. We're good. Yeah. My children are here. We're good. Yes. You know, I'm still raising them to be the great human beings yes. that God has created them to be. Yes. You know, if anything, all this just makes you stronger. It does. And and it's interesting in those moments 
whether it's like a breaking, like you're being broken, mm-hmm. you know, what I've found is that it produces more intimacy. Like it, yeah. has, it has an opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, that's what it did. When I yeah. had my lowest of moments, <laughs> where I was like, Lord, are you are you breaking me some yeah, more? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but in, during that time, the intimacy that came yeah. with me and him is like, mm-hmm. that thing is unshakable. Like that's yeah. that's just what it is, Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm now I can say I'm grateful for that time because yeah. now our relationship is in a new place, mm-hmm. you know? And it and it's it can be you do have a choice. You can draw closer, you mm-hmm. know, or not. Yeah. <laughs> and during the those moments of breaking, like you said, you drew closer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have to. There's you no do. other way. Yeah. There's 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 nothing there's no other way. Yes. The only way that's gonna get the only thing that's gonna get you through this is your relationship with God. Yeah, and tell me how how do you continue to foster and grow that relationship? You know, <laughs> I have, I know I was talking to you, you know, before is like for me, I had to let go of how things were, you mm-hmm. know, because I wasted some time, you know, when I first became a mom, beating myself up because I'm. I'm Everybody feeling like I'm it's not okay. doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and yeah. you know, but but I read what I recognized now is like we had some precious moments where it's like me and Zuri worshiping yeah. and all these things that you know that. I, but I'm throwing that out because I'm I've got this notion of what what it used to be. It used to be, yeah. And now instead, I have this opportunity to have this mm-hmm. intimacy in another way. Yeah, you know, I've come constantly talking to him. We yeah. constantly got this conversation going. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I tell new moms all the time, like, listen, what you didn't before children, just go ahead, throw that out the window because yeah. that is no more. Like, yeah. you have to create a new system. You have to create something new for you and your and your family. And <clears throat> if that's including them in in your worship time, yeah. like if that's blasting the worship music while you're cleaning the house yes. and, you know, they're in their Singing along, like yes. my kids love worship music, yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Or I tell people like that. There's two things you can either you can either sacrifice your a.m. hours of sleep, yeah, <laughs> and get up and at three o'clock and and be in prayer, you know, in the closet. Um, which that is actually very hard when you hard. have a newborn. It is. Or you can share that those moments throughout your day, like when you're cleaning, when yeah. you're cooking, like God is still there. He still hears you. Exactly. You know, you can still converse. Exactly. Like you can still have your moment within the moments of life. When it's when you're driving to work, it's like take that time instead of blasting your rap music, right. you know? <laughs> it's like take that time. Like speaking tongues, praying tongues, like yeah. going just talk to God, going to prayer in that time, um, worship in that time. It's like find these opportunities to where you can get that intimacy mm-hmm. in with him. Because yeah. it's just as if you were like riding in the car with your husband, well, you're not going to talk to him, right. you know, exactly. like it's like you have you have an opportunity yeah. to take it. It's interesting because... And- you know, I'm realizing like I'm learning to give myself grace, but also mm-hmm. still push myself like not mm-hmm. to 
but to get but to give myself grace because one of the things that I was beating myself up for like there might be some days where I had to, I would get up and do the three a.m. Uh-huh. but then the next and I was like okay now this is the new routine uh-huh. I found the time and I know how to get this thing right and then yeah. the next night guess who up at three a.m. and exactly. it's like wait a second and then kids they they know they know when you're trying to get your yeah. prayer in because they will wake up. Yes, or or early mornings, or you know, it was almost like I was trying to establish this routine. Yeah, and because I couldn't stay consistent because of X, Y, I would beat myself up, and 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 I had to, and and it's funny because I would hear God say, "Just stop," you know, let it go, like, and He would highlight moments. It was like, "Do you know how precious that time was that we spent?" When it's you like, were, you know, it would be the simplest yes, thing. It's like you're trying to make something so religious. Yes. When God's like, no, 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 no. I don't need all that. Yes. I don't need all that. Yes. Like that time that we had just had 10 minutes ago, right. that was good enough for me. <laughs> that that should be good enough for you. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Yes. And I think, I think a lot of people, <clears throat> they just sit and just, they want to immediately hear something from God like oh if 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 I didn't like I don't know completely break down and cry then that wasn't good enough or if I didn't hear this from you or if you didn't give me this vision then that's not gonna it's like no listen listen God understands what you're going through Mm -hmm. he didn't make you a mother for no reason exactly you know if he if he if he cared more about that one hour prayer time with you, then he would have never given you children. Right. He would have never given you the responsibility to raise a child. Yeah. You have to think about that. You do. You do. And I can't tell you how much it helped me. Even before I had Zuri, you were so transparent about when you had Isaac and struggling at one point to pray. And, And I... Honestly, your your transparency helped me to talk to God. I'm like, okay, God, I know this something new territory. I don't know what quite <laughs> to expect, but what can we do? You know, yeah. so that you know. And one of the things that helped me in the beginning was okay, night feedings. That's worship time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I remember you just telling that, me, I'm like, change. Like, yeah. And he's like, gee, like, how do you even stay up for that? Like, <laughs> I, was like I gotta be up. I'm up anyway. <laughs> Like, you know, <laughs> but, and that became so precious and it helped me because the, the level, I had not experienced that level of tiredness and Listen. sheer, like uh, delirium, but it helped to reshape how I saw and felt that time was Yeah, from being running on E to like, no, I'm tired, but I feel full, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know? And so that, just having this conversation helps because even after that, I still was after, you know, I was like, okay, no, nah, I should be doing X, Y, Z, you know, mm-hmm. having these ideas or notions of what I should be doing. But then hearing someone like yourself saying, listen, it don't need to be what yeah, it was. It's like, complicating <laughs> it. <Chill. laughs> you're just overcomplicating yes. it. Like there will be moments where, yes, like you will get that, that previous time in, yes. but that no longer can fit into your everyday yes. routine as this working mom, you know, yes. who's married, has a household to run, you yeah. know, like all this stuff. Um, and it's okay. And I think yeah. that's what a lot of moms need to hear. It's okay. It's okay. 
Yeah. You have to die, literally die to your old self. Yes. And that routine that you used to have when you didn't have a husband, you didn't have kids, you didn't have responsibilities. Listen, you don't have the time yeah. for that anymore. Yes. Yes. Can you can you fit fit that in here and there just like you fit in the time for for date night or a weekend away with your husband? Yes. Absolutely. But don't beat yourself up because you're not doing it every day like you right. used to when you didn't have right. all these responsibilities. Yes. And you know, cuz it can actually that's another topic of guilt you know mm -hmm. um but for me for a while it was leading to guilt like I was constantly saying oh, I'm not you know it was this guilty thing and we know that guilt is not of God yeah. all it does is you then separate yourself from God like yeah. it's like mm -hmm. uh, you know he's like hello I'm right here yeah. we just talked but yeah. then the guilt is saying oh but I didn't do enough so now mm -hmm. I'm you know and, and one of the things that I'm curious about, because we hear it talked about all the time, is mom guilt. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced that? And what do you do with oh, it? <laughs> I mean, for sure. When I had Isaac and Sayla, mom guilt for sure. Yeah. When I say when I say Joshua kicked me out of that, he kicked me out far out of that. Like, look, man, stop thinking like that, you know? Yeah. But... Um, no, I definitely did. I, I remember when I had Isaac and then just had Sayla and I I lived out here and I would call you and Brandy be like, I just need some time to pray. Yes. I don't have no time to pray and watch these kids. But then it's like, like you and Brandy would come over and I thank God for y'all. Because <laughs> y'all would come over and be like, okay, you can have an hour going to pray. And yeah. I would try to pray. But then in my mind, I'm like, I could be sleeping. I could do doing laundry. I could be doing this and that and that. And it's just like, calm down. Yes. yes. Calm down. Yes. Everything can't be done all in one day. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's okay. Like the house ain't burning down. Yes. It's okay. Yes. The kid, look, the kids are fine. They're fed. Their diapers are changed. Yes. They're bathed. Yes. They're having fun. They don't. They don't know like what's going on. Like that. This is not supposed to be okay, and that is supposed to be okay. It's like, listen, moms, we put too much on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We think that everything's supposed to be perfect at every single moment, and it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not. Mm -hmm. You think that you're supposed to get every single thing done on your checklist. That, that, you know, all this stuff is supposed to get done in your house. It's like, grant yourself some grace. Yeah. You give grace to everybody else, but grant yourself some grace. Yes. Like, you have to. Yeah. And that's just part of taking care of yourself is knowing, like, listen, if it's not getting done today, it's fine. Yes. I'll get to it tomorrow. Yes. If I don't get to it tomorrow, it's okay. I have the next day after that. Like, yes. motherhood's a lot. Yeah, tell me. Let's a lot. We're gonna rewind <laughs> a little bit and talk about your postpartum experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's a lot that happens with women postpartum, and a oh, lot yeah. that you don't discover until you get into it. You know, mm -hmm. can you talk about you know your experiences and even talk about some things you wish you had known? Yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> it's interesting. So. With Isaac, I had postpartum. Um, I thank God that all my whatever postpartum I did have is very quick. Mm -hmm. um, but with Isaac, I had postpartum very shortly, mm -hmm. like like less than a month. Um, but with Sayla, hers is more like I remember that one a lot more um, because I was 
somewhere out here that was further away from everyone that was my help. Like you and Brandon were my help. (laughs) When I said, thank God for (laughs) y'all because I needed y'all in that moment, you know? And um, you guys definitely came through for us because Lee was working a lot. He was always away from the house and it was just me and the two little kids. And I didn't have that that hands-on day-to-day help Mm -hmm. that I needed and I slipped into postpartum after Selah Mm -hmm. and I remember man that was the end of the world (laughs) like so is it postpartum depression mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. yeah and um yeah yeah so I slipped into postpartum depression and I remember just the waterworks just down just Mm -hmm depressed and crying you know just overwhelmed yes overwhelmed with my situation at the time of just having these two toddlers dependent on me you know and um feeling like I was just alone Mm -hmm. in doing this mind you I have the greatest husband in the world who's always there for me and like (laughs) you know like doing everything but that postpartum depression when it creeps on it's 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 not fun, but, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I was able to uh, vocalize what was going on, how mm-hmm. I was feeling, you know, and um, get the help that I could, like with you and Brandon, with mm-hmm. Lee, I vocalized it to Lee. And I remember the thing that just finally just broke it off of me was one day I literally went like Lee came home and I was like, here's your baby, here's your baby. And I just left, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. it was one of those moments where like, and moms, they go through Like they have those moments where the husband comes in, they, you take over, I'm leaving, yeah. you know, because you just need to, a moment to breathe, you yeah. know, like, yeah. it's like, I yes. need to get out of these four walls, you know? Yes. And, um, so yeah, I remember I left and I went on a drive and I was parked in some random neighborhood and I remember I just bawled my my eyes out, just crying to God mm-hmm. and like just was vulnerable mm-hmm. to God. Like, listen, God, this is not me. And I knew it wasn't me. Yeah. I knew this was not my portion. I knew like this. No, this is not Ashley, you know? Yes. And I just broke down and, you know, just let God know like this, this is not who I am and this is not what I want to be like mm-hmm. this has to go mm-hmm. you know like this has to be broken off of me mm-hmm. and I just like literally surrendered and released everything to God and from that moment everything just sh- shifted yes and I was able to get back to mm-hmm. regular old Ashley yeah. but in that month and a half two yeah. months I was like "Ooh, child yeah. this is not me it's, and it was in that moment of surrender. Yeah, you have to surrender this stuff yeah. to God. Because, I mean, you really can't get trapped in postpartum depression. Absolutely. Because, I mean, mentally, you're just like, you literally are like, I'm the only one here. Only one, only one going through this. That's one right. thing that a lot of women uh, say when they have postpartum depression. I'm the only one going through this. Yes. And they don't seek the help. They don't talk about it. They don't. They just or go isolated. through it alone. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, the only way you're going to get out of that is if you vocalize it. Yes. You have to be honest with yourself and what the current situation is, no matter, like, like don't be embarrassed about it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And um, 
I just like like listen, get help. Yes. Whatever help you may need, get help. Yes. You know. Yeah. No, that's good. It's good to hear hear that and to know for someone who may be going through it right now. Yeah. Is is the help to get the help that they need, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not alone. Yeah. Cuz women go through it all the time yeah. and it's yeah, it's something that ha- that women go through. Yes. It's not something that's talked about all the time, but they do go through it. Yeah. And I think women just need to be comfortable in knowing that, like, okay, it's okay. Like, I can get out of this. I yes. just need to reach out yes. to, to people. Absolutely. To help me get out of this and to get the help Absolutely. that I need. You know, what I realized for me, I think one thing that helped a lot was <laughs> we... So, Brandon... It didn't make the most sense for us, only because we didn't have all the pieces in place, but we decided to shoot a movie. (laughs) (laughs) A year after Zuri was born, you know, and we decided to shoot it ourselves. But it was something that, you know, God was pushing me to complete. Mm -hmm. And working on something outside of helped me. Yes. When you get yourself outside outside of the walls of your home. Yes. And doing something outside of your everyday routine of raising your child, yes. it helps out tremendously. Yeah. And I think that's why I did slip into postpartum depression when I did move here um, after having Sayla's because I, like I said, I was alone. I felt alone. Like there, yes. this, this uh, being out here is further away yes. from my usual help yes. or further away from certain activities. Like with Isaac, I had that boy in every activity (laughs) like I was like we're going to do this and this mommy and me and that situation that zoo and like we were always doing something Mm -hmm. and so to move to a place where I wasn't familiar with everything that was right you know offered around us I I quickly slipped into into that um postpartum depression and I was like Dag yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. And it's interesting because many people now, including, you know, we had we had children during COVID. Yes. So especially you, man, Sarah was born right, right in, in the middle. So she like we, you know, we were home. I remember I remember <laughs> I remember Zuri's first time to an actual like um function where it was a lot of people. She was just like, she was like <laughs> what is that like it's a human being yeah it's a human being it's so funny that might because you know one of the conversations that has happened about a lot of babies who were in quarantine was like how will they socialize yeah and for her she's like i think she was so excited to be around the people wherever (laughs) we are she running up to like say hey friend yeah and she will say best friend yeah thank god (laughs) absolutely but i can only imagine how that impacted For me, what helped, you know, was having this, even though at the time, you know, it was months away, but I was like, okay, I'm going to dedicate myself to getting in shape. You know, Mm -hmm, I was just like, mm -hmm. I had this bigger goal too. Yeah. You know, as the day to day was happening, I still had this other goal outside of Mm -hmm. it. So it was, I think it just helped me to focus on, on something other than this motherhood. Yeah, Yeah. You know, which is, you know, been the biggest blessing but it's, it's also, it helped to have this other sense of purpose as yes. well, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, I will say, like, in 
if you are in that place of just having children and you are like a stay-at-home mom or you work from home or whatever it may be, because for me, I worked from home. Yeah. So I would, that's what kept me inside so much. Yeah. And um, like I tell new moms now, I'm like, come over. Yes. Come let the kids play. Like, yes. come in my backyard. Let's go somewhere. Yes. Like, because I know how easy it is to think that this is it. Right. Just being a mother and raising right. my children is it. Right. And it's like, no, 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 no. You still have dreams and goals and aspirations that you can still fulfill. Yes. You know, in, in the, the time of being a mother, it, you don't have to, <clears throat> your purpose and your vision doesn't have to be lost mm-hmm. within your children and mm-hmm. raising your children. Mm-hmm. It's like you can still mother them, parent them, raise them up and still do what you need to do. Yes. And I think when I was in that that moment, I like everything else was shut off and it was just like children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yes. the focus was children. But yeah, if you can do anything that pulls you out of that day-to-day routine of simply motherhood, Mm -hmm. then it will help you out tremendously. Yes, yes. Now tell me your journey with your body. Because one of the things that, you know, I've only had one child and just like, (laughs) you're like surrendering your body. This is a good question. This is a good question. (laughs) You know, and so Uh to have have had multiple, Mm -hmm. you know, um, how and one of these honestly, I've struggled with the, the different stages yeah. that my body's been in, and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, like learning <laughs> to love myself wherever. Yeah, it's that part. I am. <clears throat> so basically, like, yes, like when I had Isaac, I blew up. That boy made me so big. I was like, you know what, child? <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is what we're going to do. Well, Listen, yo, right. piece of wanna behind. Like. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Isaac's, Isaac's cravings for pizza and watermelon my entire pregnancy. Um, so, yeah, I blew up with Isaac. I went from, like, I don't know, 140 to, like, a good 200 by the time I delivered Isaac. Mm-hmm. So that's a good 60 pounds. Yeah. And, um, but I was determined after having him to get that weight off and which I did, um, you know, I was able to snap back to like, mm, I think like 150, which that really is good for me, mm-hmm. for my body. Um, but I was proud of that. And then I had Selah and Selah had me, she had listened. She had me looking good in my pregnancy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> but cause she, she was just a salad and sandwiches girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, um, so I, I did pretty okay, you know, with her, but I, I still could see the difference in my mm-hmm. body. Like you are no longer this, oh, you a cute little girl. Like, right. no, like you're, you're a woman, you don't yes. have some children, your, your hips is a little wider, you yeah. know, um, you got a little more fat around you, which is fine. Um, and I think. Be the time period between Selah and Joshua, I like wasn't my who I would like to have been, my desired weight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that time, mentally, it was like, oh, like these kids, they messing up my body, mm-hmm. you know, like I don't like 
I don't like the body that I have. I don't like, you know, the body that I'm in. Um, and so that was, that was very hard. Having children is very hard, you know, mentally when you're like, okay, I know what my body can look like, but it doesn't look like that right now, you know? And then to know, like, dang, I got to go through this one more time because we said we were going to have three children. I was like, I have to go through this another time. And um, when I was pregnant with Joshua, because of all the stress that um, that I was going through um, and because it was in the middle of, of COVID and you just locked up eating whatever, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I blew up again. I was like, these dang boys, man. Like, they just messing me up. Um, So, yeah. So, I got over 200 again with Joshua. But I think I I was even more with Joshua. Like, I was big. And, um, but after having him, um, like, my, I noticed that the weight didn't drop off as quickly as the Mm -hmm. other two. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dang. Like, what am I going to do? Like, that's like more work for me to have to do to get down to the desired weight. Yeah. Um but ultimately I I just listen, you got to do what you got to do. You got to mentally mm-hmm. get yourself into the mindset of like, okay, no, you can do this. You can get this weight off. Like yeah. just do what you need to do. You need yes. to eat, right? You need to exercise, you know. And um so I did that and um my weight started dropping. You feel more confident. You know, mm-hmm. are you 140 like you used to be? No. Yes. But one thing after Joshua, once I got the majority of the weight off, I realized like, you don't like being thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I like being thick. Yeah. Like, because it, it, after having him, I literally started to embrace That's good. the beauty of what motherhood does to you. It's like, yes. it makes you thick. I like the curves. I like, I, yes. I got a bigger butt, like, you know, <laughs> and it's like, even as I work, continue to work out now, it's like, I'm not trying to be a stick, right. you know, I'm not trying to get down to 140. That's not my desired right. weight, you know, um, especially for me and my body, I, I'll look like a boy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh. I think after knowing that this is, I've had my last child. When I say you went, after you have your last child, your mindset completely changes. It mm-hmm. Everything shifts. Because I'm like, now I can do to my body what I want to do with my body without having to worry about, oh, but just, just let you know, you got to gain another 20 to 50 pounds yes. with this next pregnancy. Like, I don't have to go through that again, yeah. you know? Yes. So it's like, now I'm like, okay, let me shape my body to what I want it to mm-hmm. be and embrace my curves, embrace the fact that three children have been birthed out of me. And this yeah. is like, you know, the thickness and the curves and the, the hips, you know, that's, that's who I am now. I love it. Yeah. I'm like, listen, Lee loves it. I, I, I was just saying, I was like, even some of the, where you were, I was like, I've never not seen you look beautiful. <laughs> I literally haven't. I'm like, Thank you know, you. and it's so interesting though, like the insecurities that can come. Oh yeah. As we are, you know, as we are literally, there's this another level of surrender where yeah. I'm like, you know, your body mm-hmm. does it. Cause I've even heard like, you know, your hormones impact. Oh after yeah. You can be trying to lose all this weight and you've had all these other things happening in your body. I will that say. Will, I will say after having Joshua, I mean, granted, I'm older. He's my right. third child. Like, it was a lot harder to to drop the weight. 
Um, but like I said, I just embraced it. And I think that's so key. And it, it's, yeah. it, it does suck that it took all the way to your third child to, for me to get here. Yeah. But I think that, I thank God that I got there. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not still stuck in the mindset of like, feeling down yeah. on myself that I'm not 140 in the stick, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Like, what and, would you say to someone right now who is struggling with the way they are, what they see when they look in the mirror? Honestly, embrace it. You just, you had a whole child come out of you, a yeah. whole human being. I'm like, who cares about what other people think or what they look like or what, you know, like, don't compare yourself mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, stay true to who you are and who God is forming you to be and embrace it. Yeah. Like the only the only way that you're going to get through this is with with confidence, you know, within yourself, mm-hmm. because if you don't have that confidence, then yeah, it's just going to go downhill. Yeah. And I, I and I think it's so important to strive to be the best you, you know, yeah. but that is specific for you. Yes. You know, exactly. So it's like giving yourself grace, mm-hmm. you know, and um, like just know whoever's listening, how beautiful <laughs> you, yes. know? you are exactly where you are right now. Mm-hmm. And and yes, you know, we strive to be the best version of ourselves. So that may mean exercising more, doing things, but mm-hmm. don't do it um, to in order. To fulfill an image. Yeah, to look yeah. like someone yeah. else or to to be a part of this quote unquote snapback yeah. culture. You yeah, know? that part. That part. It's like this snapback. No, you snap into whatever it is yes. that you feel comfortable in. Like exactly. Like even for me, like I I enjoy working out. Like I. I enjoy going to the gym because that's another way of getting out the house. (laughs) Listen, just like I enjoy going to the grocery store and going grocery shopping because that's another way out the house. But but I love going to the gym because it energizes me. It makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even though you may not see, you know, all the results that you want immediately, it's like you just know that every single day you're progressing in the right direction. Yeah. You know, and in the midst of it, I still look good no matter what. Yes. You know. Absolutely. I look good. I don't care what other people think. Yeah. I don't care what she look like, he look like. I look good for yeah. myself. My husband loves what I look like. Right. Yes. You know? Amen. Like that's that's what's important. It is. I I would love for you to pray for, for those that are listening mm-hmm. um, and watching. And one of the things I keep hearing is pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, for those who feel like there is so much pressure mm-hmm. on them, mm-hmm. whether it be a pressure to do all everything right, the pressure to look a certain way, the pressure to not do what my parents did, mm-hmm. the, pre- the pressure, <laughs> all the pressures that come with, yeah. with motherhood. Could you yeah. pray for those? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Thank you. Father God, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for just allowing us to be here in your midst, Father God for allowing us to come together and just have a different mindset and come and to release ourselves into you, Father God. Release everything that we have held onto in our lives and release it all to you, Lord God, as we surrender ourselves. And Lord, we take every bit of pressure that we have built up within ourselves and put on ourselves. And Lord, we just lay that at your feet right now. Lord, I ask that you take every single thing that every single woman or even man that is listening to this, 
take everything that they're holding onto that is no longer theirs, all the baggage, all the shortcomings, all the negativity, all the thoughts that are not from you, Lord. Lord, I ask that you just take all of it from the right now, Father God, as they surrender it to you, Lord God, at your feet. And Father God, I pray that you do a new thing within them, that you come into their hearts, Father God, and you clear their hearts and make it make it in a way to where you can fill it with what you have for them, Father God. Make their minds in a way to where you can fill it with what you have for them, Father God. May they have the thoughts that you have, Father God, concerning them. And Lord, we just thank you for changing us, for moving in us, and for renewing us, Lord God, in Jesus' yes. mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. I love you. I love you so, so much. <laughs> I did not wake up this morning to cry. <laughs> you have blessed you got me, in here me so much. Thank you for your transparency. Yes. And your sharing. What you shared will help heal. I pray it does. It I will. really do. There's so much healing in this. Yeah. So much. Yeah.